Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Person, Real Needs podcast. My name is Jeff Desiato, and I'll be your host. For the next 20 minutes or so, this is episode 51 entitled, Not for the Faint of Heart. It's truly incredible how your mood can fluctuate on a daily, sometimes even hourly basis. Just a few days ago, I was extremely excited and motivated to get started in this new year. I had some great ideas. I was beginning to implement them. But now, here I sit, filled with dread and anxiety at the prospect of my third year of self-employment. In times like these, I'm glad that I write my blog. I'm also glad that I record this podcast. My thoughts get documented on a regular basis. I can easily refer back to posts or episodes from when I felt this way before. And also, once I overcame this particular feeling, at a time of year when I should feel happy and excited at the clean slate that I have in front of me, I find myself feeling rudderless and an overall sense of melancholy. I often try to identify what exactly it is that's making me feel this way and either solve the problem or silence the voice in my head, which is causing the negative vibes. In other words, I try to take control of what is ultimately out of my control. This is something I struggle with on an ongoing basis, so much so that I regularly meet with a pastor at my church to discuss my battle with trust, control, and coming to grips with many other shortcomings. This isn't the typical content you hear on a podcast like this. But authenticity is what I strive for. That's why the show is called Real Person, Real Needs. Oftentimes, when you're dealing with self-help or personal development themes, we only talk about the end goal. We only talk about what we have in front of us. We don't talk about the challenges and difficulties along the way. That's something I want to do so that you can be encouraged if you run into a similar thought pattern or feeling, knowing that you're not alone. There are times like the one I'm in now where everything feels beyond my reach or beyond my control. Now, the former may not be true, but the latter is very often true. But for some reason, I'm always surprised when I wake up feeling this way, as if it's something completely new. But I've been here before, many times, and I've persevered, not alone, of course, and not always of my own determination. Rather, it's been the constant support and the loving kick in the pants for my wife, coupled with a faith in God that's been tested and tried in the fire for many years. There are things that I simply can't control, like whether or not someone decides to use me over the million other real estate agents that exist, or whether the housing market will improve enough for us to finally be able to get out from under the mortgage on our rental property and once again be able to buy a home for our family to enjoy before they're too old to even live there. Or if there's something in God's grand plan for my life that I'm missing or avoiding due to my own stubbornness. If you're like me and can go through bouts of feeling that bottom dropout sensation we get at the top of a roller coaster as it's beginning its descent, then I encourage you to reach out to me. Send me an email. Perhaps we can help each other. Sharing the highs and lows and praying for one another is what the Real Person, Real Needs community is all about. And I cherish each and every one of you who will listen to this 
take the time to email me, I would love to hear from you. Now, don't despair for me or anything. Emotions are a funny thing. They come, they go, they go up, they go down. They're unpredictable. I'll get over it. In fact, I kind of already have. I'm back to my opinionated and gregarious self faster than you can say Bob's your uncle or something to that effect. But I always want to put forth a genuine reflection of who I am at any given time so that you all know what I'm dealing with as an entrepreneur, as someone who has left their day job to pursue their dream, because I value authenticity and hopefully so do you. I never want to paint a picture that makes you think that everything is hunky-dory if it's not. But I also want to share the stories as they come that are exciting. That's what this next one's all about. God has a sense of humor. I know this because I'm a parent. And as a parent, I find that many of the life lessons and pearls of wisdom I try to impart to my children would mean a lot more if I heeded them first. I woke up the other morning in a cranky mood. Not out of the ordinary for me. My reason that particular day was that I felt that everything is harder for me than it is for other people. Cry me a river, right? Instead of working in the real estate business, I should go into business as a party planner because no one can throw as great a pity party as I can. I often wax long and lament about how I work as hard as I know how, doing the right things, and have nothing, quote unquote, to show for it. Meanwhile, I watch as other people, who are completely clueless in my opinion, have success fall into their lap, almost in spite of their own ineptitude. That's my own warped perspective, obviously. I also often ask God to go easy on me, as if God is some petulant bully who likes to make my life more difficult than it needs to be. I know, I know, a jaded mindset that I must battle. And I do, through regular pastoral counseling, as I mentioned earlier. I battle it every day, but I'm simply being honest. Ironically, God did decide to go easy on me this particular morning by once again demonstrating an incredible truth to me through the eyes of my eight-year-old. It makes me think of all those old advertisements that would say, So easy a child could do it! My son knows how to tie his shoes and has for a few years now. The trouble is that it can be difficult for him sometimes. He pouts and says the two words that I hate more than anything. I can't. Followed closely by three other words that aggravate me to no end. It's too hard. From my perspective, I think he should have no trouble since he learned how to do it a long time ago. However, I'm starting to realize that he often will slip his shoes off without untying them and then try to fit his feet back inside the shoes without having to retie them. Clever. So even though he knows how to do it, he would rather not have to do it because it doesn't come easy to him. And that's when it hit me. The sad reality that I needed to come to grips with in my own life. Even as the words came out of my mouth, I knew they were meant for me even more than they were for him. I said, if you avoid it because it's hard, then it'll never be easy. Boom. I realized in that moment that my idea of an easy life was incorrect. 
I believed that by avoiding hard things, obstacles, hardships, trials, etc., that it would make my life easier. But I was deceiving myself. By trying to avoid difficulties, I was actually robbing myself of growth opportunities, which in effect was making even things that shouldn't be all that difficult seem way harder than they actually were. For my son, he was avoiding tying his shoes because it was hard, not realizing that if he had kept at it, it would eventually become easy. Sadly, by avoiding it, he actually made it seem even more daunting each time he had to do it. And that's what hit me between the eyes the other morning. Right after trying to pray away the difficulties on my plate, God decided to make the lesson so easy for me that even a child could understand it. He's gracious in that way, even if I sometimes have trouble recognizing it. Now, if I intentionally avoid the necessary things because they're hard, then I'm not making my life easier. I'm only setting myself up to perpetually fail. The hard things will always be there, and they're always going to be hard. But we make them seem even harder and more daunting by avoiding them. Instead, we need to take them head on. Life may not get easier, but by keeping at it and not saying, I can't, it's too hard, we will no doubt be better equipped to handle adversity the next time around. The ominous feeling of storm clouds moving in paints a pretty decent picture of what life can feel like when you're pursuing your dreams. Sometimes it can feel like the entire world is operating in cahoots in order to prevent you from moving forward. But not today. I woke up this morning feeling positive. Now, believe it or not, as I mentioned several times, this isn't always the case. As much as people may think of me as Mr. Motivation because of the memes that I put up, it's simply not true. In fact, my most challenging motivational task happens before my feet hit the floor every morning. That's right. Sometimes even this guy here, the one with the podcast, still struggles with the prospect of facing each day. Interestingly enough, yesterday was one of those days when I just could not get things going. In order to fully understand the situation, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode four of the podcast. But let me summarize it for you. My wife and I bought a small condo in December 2006 at what was, unbeknownst to us, the height of the real estate market. We loved our new place, and best of all, we had ourselves a good old-fashioned investment. We brought our first son home from the hospital in February 2008. Then comes the Great Recession when the real estate bubble burst and home values plummeted. That's what happened to us. Our home value fell by more than 20%. Coupled with the fact that we financed 96.5% of it through the FHA mortgage program, it meant we were underwater. Now fast forward to 2010, we had two small boys in our little condo. We attempted to sell it in 2011, which in hindsight was a complete waste of time. I don't even remember if we had a single showing. So in 2012, thanks to the advice of a very helpful realtor, we were able to refinance using the HARP program which saved us on our monthly mortgage payments. So we decided to rent out our condo and then try to rent a larger home as our primary dwelling. It's not an ideal situation by any means, but God has been gracious. 
So that brings us to now. We had recently been presented with the possibility that we would finally be able to sell our condo to an actual real estate investor, not somebody who's reluctantly renting out their property to do what's best for his family, like me. He'd actually allow our tenant to stay put, and more importantly, give us the ability to be free of that debt and move on to find our forever home. Now, as much as being a landlord is not what gets me out of bed in the morning, God has blessed us with a great tenant. And having been displaced ourselves back in 2015... Wait, what? Yeah, that's right. That's what I meant when I said go back and listen to episode four. So if you want, you can pause the episode right here, download episode four of the podcast, then come back. We would never want to be in a position of doing that to someone else. So my wife and I desperately tried not to get our hopes up in case this individual was not interested. But when you feel like the clouds may finally be parting, it's hard not to imagine what life may be like on the other side. I've often prayed that the Lord would rid me of this albatross because up until now, it has kept us from taking the next step as a family. And I truly believe that my life would be easier without this huge responsibility and added financial burden. But as I mentioned a few minutes ago, sometimes easier isn't always best. Anyway, Long story long, this person has decided not to buy our property. Surprise, surprise. And at first, I was angry. Why would God dangle Why the carrot only to snatch it away? Why would he allow me to Why peek behind the clouds if he had no intention of parting them? No yeah, that's right. I said it. But then it hit me. Thankfully, it hit my wife as well. Maybe we're not supposed to sell this condo. Maybe God has had a different plan for us all along. And what's behind those clouds is something entirely different than I anticipated. It certainly seems that every avenue we've tried has been a dead end. So why keep fighting to find a way out? Maybe in some strange way, God is actually going to use this property to provide for us someday. Whether it be college for our kids or helping me with a self-employed retirement plan or whatever. Before you start wondering, I'm not proposing to you that I now know what God's plan is for us. Hardly. In fact, I really wish I did. However, I'm now starting to see a little bit of hope for the future, a little ray of sunshine peeking out from behind those clouds. It's funny that when we pray for clarity, usually it's because we have a preconceived idea of what life would be like on the other side of this storm, trial, what have you. But maybe we'd do ourselves a favor to realize that we may not be ready for what's on the other side. And that's why we're unable to see clearly. So with this newfound sense of peace in the midst of the storm, I decided to take a fresh look at our options going forward. To get a sense of what stars need to align in order for us to eventually take the next step. As it turns out, the fact that we had this rental for almost five years means that our situation is much different than when we first tried to sell the condo back in 2011. I don't have concrete answers, and some days I feel my faith hanging on by a thread. But I'm thankful to God this morning that the clouds, albeit briefly, parted, and he allowed me to see what it could be like behind them, and that in all likelihood, it'll be nothing like what I imagined for myself. At any point on your entrepreneurial journey, if you feel the way I felt, know that you're not alone. We're in this together. We're just real people trying to meet real needs. Thanks a lot for listening. 
I encourage you to check out jeffreydesiato.com. You can find out everything you need to know about me. You can check out the podcast. You can check out my blog. You can find out about my businesses. More importantly, I encourage you to share the podcast. Subscribe for yourself and tell others to do the same. If you'd like to leave a review on iTunes, that would really help us out by getting the word out about the podcast and increasing our listenership. Until next time, be real and keep it real. Thanks a lot for listening and Godspeed. In the silence, I am waiting.